Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for the week gone by, for this new day that you have given us, for this new lease of lifetime that you have released into our destiny. And you give us the free will to choose how we will use it, what we would do with it. And we want to go back, Father, to the origin, to the genesis of our creation. When your whole purpose of creating man was love. And to share that relationship with you. And we come back to you, Father. Our Father, our Maker, our Creator. To connect with our roots, our origin. With who we are. When you first made us. And what our purpose was. And we want to be with you, Father, this morning to get to know you more. In the course of our life, we have gotten so busy that we have forgotten the basis of our life. We want to get back to you today, Lord. To acknowledge your presence in every part of our life. And we thank you, Father, that you call us by name every single day to come back to you and to be with you. To learn from you. To draw from you again that strength of your spirit, Father. That we walk with you on our journey. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. That which gives us strength, which gives us endurance in the presence of your spirit that helps us continue. We want to share that, Lord, that fellowship with you. With all our brothers and our sisters that are part of this prayer meeting and a part of this praying family, we share it with all those that are beneficiaries of prayer requests on this group, with all those that have no one to pray for them as well. And we share it with all those that are Christians but have not yet encountered you. And all those that do not want to know you. That their hearts be quickened, Father. That they might call on your name and be saved. Just like you saved us. And so as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The one who makes the parched land a pool of water. The God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The God who is a consuming fire. The great I am in whom we trust. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who taught us faith, the one who taught us prayer. The God of our redemption, our rock, the foundation, the cornerstone on which our spiritual life and our Christianity is built. The bridge to the Father. And we pray in the name of His Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus. Who came to fulfill in us. All those qualities that Jesus carried. So that our nature might be made like His. 
that we might become in the image and the likeness of God. The very first thing that he said when he wanted to create us. He is the spirit of light and life, the one, the God who has made his tabernacle within our body so that everywhere we go, we carry that temple with us. And he said, my house shall be a house of prayer through the prophets. He said it through the prophets. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with that revelation. You have blessed us with your spirit. You have blessed us with your son, with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You never held back any resource and are ever willing to pour yourself out to us out of your unfathomable love for us. You are willing to renew your mercy for us so that every time we fall, it is you who pick us up. It is you who give us strength to stand up and continue again. It is you who give us wisdom and understanding through your word so that we are able to use it as a mirror to reflect on our life, to compare the places where we have gone off track and to make amends and changes in it to come back to you. We thank you, Father, that you have made us stewards over this earth. You teach us responsibility over all the resource that you have given us. More importantly, you teach us about the authority that you have given us in this realm. So that when we get into the day of battle, we decide to confront the enemy and stand up against him. We are aware of all the capabilities, all the strengths and all the abilities that you have given us. We thank you, Father. And as we get into our reflection today for this morning, the Bible tells us about prayer is what we're going to be looking at. And prayer is mentioned in many places in the Old Testament and New. And prayer is important. But our question, the question for us today is, when is the right time to pray? We see a lot of prayer requests coming on the prayer group as well. More often than not, they are frantic SOS messages. Someone is in a dire circumstance, please pray for them. To get an answer now, let us look at Jesus and his prayer life. When did he pray? The Bible records it across the four Gospels. That he prayed early every morning. Before starting his day, he prayed at night at the end of his day. He prayed during the day. When he had to start new assignments, he prayed before choosing his disciples, that is, before making important decisions. He prayed. Before conducting healings and after healings, before conducting miracles, he prayed. He prayed alone. He prayed with his disciples. He prayed in the crowd. Before his passion, he prayed. When Satan sought to attack and sift the disciples, he prayed. Even nailed on the cross, he prayed till his last breath. He prayed at all times. And now, seated at the right hand of the Father, after having endured the cross and saying, it is finished, it is accomplished. Yet, even after that accomplished, what does he do at the right hand of God? The seat of power. 
the seat of commanding. Yet, what does he do? He intercedes for us sinners. He still prays. Now let's look at our prayer life. When do we pray? Just before our exams. Just before a test in our life. Sometimes even after we have done badly in that test. We pray that somehow miraculously things would get rearranged. Only then do we need feel that need to pray. When we need that rearrangement, when we see imminent destruction or damage coming our way, when we see failure coming our way, or when we are sick, or when we are nose deep in trouble, and it's almost taking over and overwhelming us, or when we are exhausted, we have exhausted all our possible ideas and options, all our wits and intelligence, all solutions that we can think of. When nothing seems to work and we are out of our depths, only then do we turn to Jesus to pray. When all seems almost lost, we pray. When we go to the doctors and they ask us to take a medical test, knowing that something is wrong within our body, we pray. The question here is, why do we often wait till it is too late and only then start to pray? When prayer is given to us as a gift right from the start. It is not about how many times in the day you pray. You have just seen when Jesus prayed. He practically prayed throughout the day. He recognized that he carried that temple of God in him. Do we recognize it? Do we realize that God goes with us everywhere because we carry that temple in our body? Jesus taught us to pray. Let's look at what his advice is. Look at Luke 18 verse 1. He said in, in a parable, he actually taught a whole parable, but the gist of it was covered in the very first line in Luke 18 verse 1. Men, that is people in general, ought always to pray and not faint or not give up. The important here word here is always. In all our ways. And at all times. We ought to pray. Not when problems hit us. Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge God. And he shall direct your paths. So when do you acknowledge him? If you want him to direct your path, if you want him to show you the right direction to take, not after you have already chosen that direction and set out on it. But before you choose that direction, just like Jesus stayed up night, stayed up all night praying, when he had to choose his disciples the next day, when he had to choose a direction, he had to choose people. He stayed up all night praying. In Luke 14 verse 28, Jesus said, which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost 
whether he has enough to finish it. Which of you does not plan? Likewise, when we plan, we must first include the best resources. In this case, it is the wisdom of God as the first resource that we should be looking to. Proverbs 16 verse 9 says, A man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. So we must pray when we are starting to plan, not after the plans have been made and executed and failed. Before Jesus started his ministry, he prayed. In fact, he prayed for 40 days with fasting. In 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 17, Paul says, pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Prayer is communing with God. It is not just petitioning Him. When you commune with Him all the time, your relationship with God grows, your closeness grows. And He starts to reveal more about your mission, about your role in the kingdom, and more about Himself. So pray always without ceasing. Constantly stay in His presence, for when you are within that presence, he automatically protects, redirects, renews, restores things that are off track as well. It is by that presence. All we need to do is stay in that presence. The best way is prayer. That is your prayer, communing with him, talking to him, building on and working on your relationship with him. And then you involve him in everything, in your relationships, in your job, in your projects, in your contracts, in your businesses, in your families, you involve him in all of your work. When you drive to your work and on your way back, speak to him. In the morning and at night and during the day, talk to him. When making important decisions and even during routine works, you involve him. You ask him questions. You acknowledge him in all your ways. That's what Proverbs 3 verse 6 said. And he will direct your path. Talk to him as a friend. And he will start to respond to you. It is not about praying three times a day or five times a day. It is about staying constantly in that secret place. And when you stay in that place, when you dwell there, not when you visit, when you dwell there, that is the first precondition that you will also see in Psalm 91. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High. When you have reached that level of communing, that you dwell in His presence throughout the day, that's when all of those promises that are mentioned in Psalm 91 start to take effect and start to work in your life. A lot of us just say that psalm without paying attention to this precondition at the start. Without dwelling, we expect every promise made in Psalm 91 to work in our favor. It is time for us to go back and look at it 
and look at how we are going to fulfill that. Men ought always to pray and not get tired. Pray without ceasing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand the true meaning of prayer. That it goes way beyond requests, petitions and intercession for needs of others. It is that communing with you that then takes care of all those needs. It is that relationship with you that gives us authority over every concern or every attack of the enemy as well. And when we are in that close relationship with our Father, who will not give us a stone when we ask for an egg, who will not give us a snake or a scorpion, and who will not give us anything that is not good for us. When we commune with that Father, how much more light does He put? How much more clarity does He give? into our lives. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord, to understand the purpose and the way to pray. And then to understand the right time to pray, which is at all times. At the start, during, at the time of challenge, and even at the end, even after manifestation of miracles and answers to thank and praise our God, our Father. We ask for that spiritual edification, Lord. And as we pray for edification in our spirit, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our prayer group, every request that has been mentioned on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized, those that are battling the COVID disease. We pray for all families that are battling any level of separation in their lives. Division. Where the enemy seeks to steal that love and peace in their home. We cover each of these homes as well as every family that is part of the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group by your precious blood, Jesus. We plead your blood over them. So that your advocacy takes over their life. Through you, that garment of salvation has been placed over them. That you remember their sins no more. But they are covered by your garment of righteousness. Through the atonement made by your blood. And through that blood, there is protection. There is transformation, renewal and abundance. We put on our angels. And we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us and protect us. To keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling any kinds of strongholds in their lives that have kept them yoked to the ground including poverty, including busyness, including any kind 
of limitation or bondage in their life that seeks to keep them prayerless and therefore powerless. We come against it in the name and the authority of Jesus. We break those chains in your name, Lord. We declare them broken. We declare the stranglehold of the enemy over these lives broken. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. Especially those members of our family and friend circle that have not yet received their salvation. Draw them near, Father, and quicken them that they might call on your name and be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we release our faith and make our prayer of agreement with you in the Spirit, that prayer is an answered prayer. This is what we believe, Lord, and what we believe we shall receive in accordance with your word. So we now join ourselves with you as one spirit to pray in the spirit, knowing that you, Holy Spirit, intercede with us and for us. And in every situation, you turn it around for the good of those who love you and whom you have called according to your purpose. Let the situations, the challenges in the lives of these, your faithful, be turned around for their good father. Let that miracle manifest in their lives these day, this day. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift to release your tongue and your faith and let the Holy Spirit take over. Ask Him to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit and make it our prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sanda papa 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 papa
Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that every prayer that has been placed on this altar today is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. The scripture being given today is from Philippians 4, 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the word that I have been led to is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15 and 16, where it is written, For we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity, but he was in all points tempted like as we are, and yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat as well. This is from the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. 
quoted from the NIV where it is written, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 98, verse 1 and 2. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a reminder about sharing these sessions. If you are enjoying these morning encounters with the Lord, as well as Brother Savio's reflections that are uh, really inspiring that he shares on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page as well. If those are touching your lives and is giving you some direction there, please press that share button and share it with others that you can bless. So that as you are feeling blessed there, let that same blessing touch those lives as well. Let their eyes be open to see what God is revealing to them. And also another reminder about the Divine Mercy and the Rosary Prayer Sessions. During this week, the Holy Week, there will be no Divine Mercy and Rosary on the Thursday evening and on the Friday afternoon. So on Holy Thursday evening and on Good Friday afternoon, there will be no Rosary and Divine Mercy. Also on Good Friday, there will be no Bible study and prayer session. However, the morning encounters will continue on all of these days. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, everyone. God bless.